Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment has arrived. The Be Ready for the Moment podcast, hosted by the one and only Queen Ching, and syndicated on the EAE Radio Network, which boasts over 10 million listeners and 40 licensed digital stations worldwide, baby. EAE Radio, where music lives, people. Tonight, we're honored to have EAE Radio's own, on the verge, indie power player, Jim Lidvis. Tonight, he speaks his truth regarding his journey, struggle, career expectations, fears, and more. It's all positive on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast. Feel free to text your questions and comments to 323-553-5628. Jim, welcome to the show. Yes. Hello. Nice to be here. EAE Radio. Yes, sir. It's an honor to have you. And I just wanted to make sure, what is the correct enunciation of your name? I wanted to make sure I pronounced that right. Linquist. Linquist. Linquist, okay. but it's spelled funny. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we got your name out there correctly. Again, I'm honored to have you and excited about your interview. So let's just go ahead and well, jump right you. into it. Absolutely. Why don't you tell me and all the listeners, how did 2015 treat your music career, and how has 2016 treated you thus far? Well, so far in 2015, I I went through a move of changing address, and I didn't do a whole lot of playing. But the two years before that, I sort of did a marathon and produced quite a bit of music in that period, a couple hundred tracks, actually, of uh, wow. stuff. So I have quite a bit in the old bank as far as uh, stuff to draw on. Whether it's any good and people like it, that's something totally different. But you have some of those hits locked away in the vault. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have them. Um, some of them are on uh, SoundCloud. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. And as far as 2016, how is that treating you? Are you getting out there promoting some of those songs, or how is the year going? No, so not far? yet. This is sort of a first step kind of thing for me, being on the verge. I'm on the inside of the verge. And hopefully I'll be a verge out. <laughs> no, I don't know. Great. Well, you're with the right ones. You're here on EAE Radio, over 10 million listeners worldwide on our network. So I would like to rewind the tape with you a little, Jim. I would like to discuss your childhood. I'd like to know how it affects and influences your career now. So Growing up, what were some of your early influences that shaped your love for music, and did your parents contribute? Well, my parents were sort of against music, and they sort of held me down a little bit. I uh, used to be able to sneak a little bit of the Beatles on during holidays when we'd go up and see my aunt, and they had uh, a record player, and I'd throw on a couple old Beatles songs, and I'd listen to them for hours. And uh, just that's about it as far as when I was really young. And then I got into uh, 
Led Zeppelin actually was the what did it for me. And then from there, I just expanded out to different areas. And uh, I didn't really start playing until I was approximately about 18 to 20. And that's okay. when I first got my guitar. And you've been rocking out ever since. I've heard some of your tracks. Well, I wouldn't call it that. Yeah, the track that has been playing on the radio, has it only took 20 minutes from start to finish. Uh, it was sort of an improvisation piece. So, I don't know. I sort of hit a groove when it comes to making up my own music. So, you got your first guitar at 18. You started really getting serious about 18 to 20, you said. Originally, your parents were against music, kind of ironically. I kind of understand that my parents have been very supportive of me, but I can understand where you're coming from. I know that you are originally from Minnesota. What was it like growing up there for you? Very cold, a lot of snow. I thought it sucked. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was pretty good. <laughs> It, it's it's a nice place to grow up. You know, some of us that are out in some hotter climates, we kind of admire that snow, but I'd imagine if you're out there, it is kind of a hassle because y'all really get hard out there, hit hard out there. I've well, we've had a pretty good year this year. Well, it's a nice I've place to visit. And where are you exactly from? I know you're from Minnesota, but what is what city are you from? Well, I'm from right in between Minneapolis and St. Paul, a little town called Lauderdale, okay. a small town in a big city. And I've just moved out into Maplewood, and it's really nice out here. It's a little bit out of the city, but not so far that I can't uh, take the benefits of the city in. And also have your time kind of away from the big city. Um, what is the music scene like out there? I mean, are you able to get out there and do any gigs? Like, is there live music out there? Oh, there's plenty of live music. I, I think we're rated quite quite a bit up there as far as uh, the live music scene. Uh, there's a lot of uh, indie groups around and um, some of the older uh, hard 80s rock and stuff like that. They play out in the, like the Medina ballrooms and uh, uh, Mill City Nights. And and there's a lot of uh, summer concert series between here and Wisconsin, our sister state. <laughs> oh, man, I know that's right. I know some people go through there for some of those festivals. And Earlier, Jim, you spoke on you would sneak in, you know, listening to some Beatles, and you got into, like, Led Zeppelin. What was the first tape that you ever purchased? Well, the first, I don't know if you'd call it a rock song, but uh, was uh, Ballroom Blitz and uh, Leonard Skinner, Second Helping, I think was it. Man, that's a phenomenal album. One of the greatest to do, you know, what they do in that genre. Um, I could see where that may be an influence for you. I'm not surprised that was the first tape that you ever purchased. 
Yeah, it was uh, really neat. Now, Jim, I know you've, you said you just made a move and you have a lot of songs locked away in the vault, but every artist typically has this moment where we know that we want music to be that life for us. Can you describe to me the moment you knew it was too important for you to let go? Well, I put it down for about 10 years. I didn't even really touch my guitar or anything. And I just, the two things, three Thanksgivings ago, I picked it up and started playing every day for 15 minutes. And that's about it. And I didn't really necessarily know that was it, but I, I knew it was something. It started out as a, I wanted to make three uh, originals and see if I couldn't enter a contest and win a set of strings to have at least something to show for all the work and effort and lessons and all the stuff I've gone through. And uh, it sort of turned out to a marathon of just one right after another original. And I don't know, it's kind of been a little bit of a ride for me. That's awesome. And I know you said that you put your guitar down for 10 years. Yes. As you probably know, I'm also an artist. I've had some things in my life where I've wanted to just put down the mic. I understand what that's like. So you finally pick your guitar back up. I would like to know, Jim, you walk in the studio or wherever you're at, at your home, just vibing, playing, Explain to me and all the listeners what you're feeling, the energy. Tell the people what you're feeling in that moment. Well, I'd have to say it would be more like a psychic connection to the to the music. I, I don't even really practice. It just sort of pops out there. <laughs> I uh, turn it on, and I, I kept my recording on for two years straight where I didn't turn off any of the equipment. I, I thought it would save time over the long run and it did. And it made it a lot easier to record. Ask that because when I've had those moments, I think every artist has struggled and encountered some type of trial like that. And it does seem that when you decide and you said something that struck a chord in me, you said that, you had put your guitar down for 10 years, and then you started to pick it up 15 minutes at a time. And the reason that yes. stands out to me, that's kind of significant, and that is a great approach to take because when there's been times in my life when I've wanted to put down that mic and I may be struggling with writer's block or some other kind of trial, you know, it's like we have to dissect our craft almost because it's, we cannot give up because it's what we love to do, right? But if you're not able to write a song, maybe just give that 15 minutes a day. And like you said, once you did that, it just started coming naturally. Well, that's how I looked at it. I figured, um, what the heck? <laughs> Right. I just, uh, you know, you probably had that creativity just locked down for so long that when you decided to release that valve, 
it just started to flow. Something happened. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what, but it something did. And I would like to know your blueprint. I mean, now that you're back to playing and doing your thing, do you happen to play better at night and get in your zone, or do you prefer the morning? Oh, it can hit me any time. I can play from 3 in the morning or 3 in the afternoon, and it's just a matter of what's motivating me for the day. Usually it's a need, a powerful need to eat and pay for bills and not lose my second house kind of pushes that carrot out in front of the cart and keeps me moving. But uh, right now, as of late, I've been sort of resting my hand for a while. Okay. And I would like to know, we've talked about a few things, but I want to kind of rewind again, Jim. You said you put that guitar that guitar down for 10 years. I would like to talk yes. about your biggest early stage challenge. Obviously, there was a reason you chose to put your guitar down for 10 years. Speak on that. Well, in 19, I think it would be 91, it was at, at a high point. I was in a band, and we had just finished a really good performance, and the crowd was really into it. And I just sort of took that step backwards at that point, and I continued to play for a little while and made originals. But uh, then I took the whole step back and just was very frustrated with not being able to have a direction. There was nothing to really point me in a direction that I could find that would pay off in any way or a certain form. So after that, right. I just uh, I just put it down. I didn't listen to the radio hardly at all, and I started listening to the radio again three, four years ago, and I, I'm really into female artists. And some of the music they were doing was very motivational to me. <laughs> well, I would like to say, Jim, welcome back. I know what it's like to be discouraged, right, in this industry. It's not for everybody. It is a really difficult path and journey to be on. But when you have that passion in you, it's worth it. But I want to commend you because I've been there again where I wanted to throw in the towel, put down my mic. And even though you went through all that, you decided to just take that step and get back in the game. And when you do that, it's an amazing feeling. Without music, I don't know if this is if I'm speaking for you. But for me, if I had gone through that and if I was rocking out on my guitar like you are and I put that down for 10 years, I've never put the mic down for 10 years, but if I did, I know that that must have been very hard. You must have felt some sort of emptiness. Well, um, yeah, part of it, part of me was, missing but there was more to life because I had put so much effort 
and time and everything was music for so many years. Right. That it was a time where you, I sort of needed to break. And then I, right. it didn't bother me too much, but eventually something inside said, hey, <laughs> pick me up and play. And so it just sort of happened. I don't know. I think people are predestined in a lot of areas, especially when it comes to music Absolutely. and creativity. I think it just draws you in and pushes you all by itself. And if you're meant to do it, then you do it. And if you're not, well, then you don't. But, I mean, making it big or not is nothing to do with wanting to play and making music or doing what you do. No. Um, right. It's about what you get out of it yourself and what you can give other people Absolutely. more so. I mean, this is a industry where love is the language and collaboration is the currency and kind of like you have to be able to walk hand in hand with just all these different assets and it's just it's neat I think it truly is and I'm so glad you decided to pick up that guitar in 15 minute increments and rock out. And now I would like to talk about the song that you have playing in heavy rotation on EAE Radio. Shout out to the number one source for music, branding, and digital advertising with over 10 million listeners worldwide. No shade to any other network. <laughs> But explain the meaning of your song, Raptor, and tell us why you chose to release this as a single. Well, it just sort of stuck out as something that was a little bit on the outside of normal. I mean, the solo just sort of fit over the the rhythm, and the rhythm was something that was almost like breaking new ground to me. It, it I liked what I heard. And I don't know what other people, their likes are, but uh, it sort of did it for me. And it sounded pretty cool for my ability. And it, it was my showing off. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't well, know. I never thought I'd be able to play like I, I can now. And I really like it. And I tell everybody out there that's trying to learn to do stuff like that, don't give up. Just keep on trying. And you're absolutely right. I have Jim Lindquist, Raptor, on EAE Radio. Oh, you want me to say something?
talent to be able to play like that. Well, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So for all the listeners that just heard you, where can they stream or purchase that? Do you, Hopefully it's well, not on any free platforms, but do you have it out there for the listeners? Well, it's sort of free. It's on, it's on uh, SoundCloud, and okay. uh, my user number, if you have a pen or anywhere anybody's got a pen it's uh 320-634-980 under different it would be under raptor but there's other songs on there like magenta laptop lily <laughs> after school special <laughs> uh friends gone by there's quite a few i have uh some under arvidia a-r-v-i-d-a and uh I have 29 total that are just to put out there for people to listen to, and maybe somebody will either like it or know a band who is interested in acquiring some of that, like Jiffy Riffs or something like that. (laughs) And maybe, uh, maybe, uh, who knows? But, yeah, that's where you can find it. It's nothing fancy. And like I said, I don't know that much about the business. But uh, I'd sure like to make money at some point, somehow. Absolutely. And so I would like to know, what is the next event or move that you have planned for your brand? I know right now you said you're on EAE Radio. It's kind of a stepping stone. Hopefully you continue to grow more with EAE Management Group, who's distributed with Capital Music Group. But what's your next move? Well, my next move is to see if any opportunities transpire in the near future. And uh, I don't know, I'm taking it one day at a time. That's all I can do right now. It's uh, I suffer from muscular dystrophy, so it limits the things that I can and wow. can't do. And uh, I don't know, I I'll know just that. keep playing. I will keep playing wow. and just keep trying. Well, I have never shared this story, especially on air, but since you said that, if you follow my journey, Jim, and I know you do, you may have seen me with a little guy. Um, His name is Jimmy. I also call him Jaimito. He's in a wheelchair. He struggles with muscular dystrophy. He's a little guy that's really special to me and we're really close and have a really tight bond. So to hear that you struggle with that and you still find the strength to dig deep and get out here and do what you love, that's amazing. Well, my friend, he's in another band, uh, The Crawlers. He uh, he just says he got to play through the pain sometimes and – Right now it's just wow. in the legs, and I'm still able to play. And it's not so bad, but it it does it's noticeable all the time. I'm still able to do well, just about everything, and it's it's good. I'm good with it. Well, you keep doing what you do and continue to play through the pain. Tell all the people where they can find you on Twitter, Facebook. Spell out all your social media handles clearly and slowly. 
Well, I'm I'm on Twitter and I don't do a lot of tweeting, but uh, you, you can find me under James Anthony John. And how I came up with that name, you probably wonder, or if you don't wonder, I'll tell you. Anyway. <laughs> no, James is my first name for my adopted parents. Anthony is my birth first name, and John is my birth first middle name. So <laughs> I just sort of threw them together and came up with that and thought that would be kind of a catchy name. So I don't know. It never really permeated the <laughs> to people I know. Wow. So. That is a, but the, some real deep meaning behind that name. And what's funny is I've wondered that. I've had people up at our corporate office wondering that because they would call me like, you know, questions about your anything. And it's like, but wait, on Twitter, you know, it's this, this, and this. And I'm like, wait a minute. So we have often wondered, you know, why you chose that name. So that's really cool and a beautiful story. I I had no idea, you know, that you were, you were adopted and that's a struggle all in its own. Um, and it seems like you've overcome a lot, Jim. So, well, life is interesting, and I'm sure everybody's got their own Absolutely. interesting stories, and it's neat to hear them. I don't know. I just I keep to myself quite a bit. I'm glad that you were able to get on here and tell your story. You've overcome a lot. It can be an inspiration to many. I'm sure when my little guy who has muscular dystrophy is hanging out with me, you know, that could get, give him some inspiration. He loves to rock out. I mean, he really does. He'll rock out in his chair. So I have to share your story with him and let him know that you're playing through the pain, and hopefully it can motivate him and many others. And I have to Well, ask, when one door shuts, a window opens. You know, I mean, just apply philosophies that seem to work and push yourself through it. Absolutely. And I have to ask now, Jim, first of all, thank you for being a part of the show. I've enjoyed your story. Very refreshing. But well, thank I you like very much. I was glad to be on. Thank you. I would like to talk about your experience on EAE Radio thus far. Have you enjoyed the social media promo? Shout out to Renegade Revolt because they're beasting on all levels with the promo. Every time I log on, your Twitter is just blowing up because they tagged me on all your promo. Have you enjoyed Yeah, it's pretty that? neat. Yeah, that's really neat. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> yes. Shout out to EAE and Renegade Revolt. And I have Renegade Revolt, EAE Radio. Yes, we're glad to be behind you. Have you enjoyed being on the Be Ready for the Moment podcast? Did I do a good job tonight? You did an awesome job. This was my first podcast, so I have no clue how I did. I'm sure I sort of went in between good and not so good, and that's good for me. <laughs> you actually did great. You told your story and you spoke your truth and that's all we're here to do I've had a great time with you well thank you thank you very much it was a pleasure absolutely I wish you nothing but continued success on your journey and as I said before 
please do not forget the advice of your friend and continue to play through the pain. People, yeah. please expect bigger and better things to come from this artist. You have to stay focused on your journey, and please stay in touch with me and EAE Radio on your grind. Yes, ma'am. This is the official Boss Talk Radio host of Hot 94.7 and EAE Radio, Houston's number one hit station for all major hits. Follow my story on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook daily at Q-W-E-E-N-C-H-I-N-G. Most importantly, download our banging mobile app, Eman's Angels, from the Google Play Store for Android users and from the App Store for iPhone users. Stream from over 15 different cities daily. Download the, queen, download the app, send the queen a message today via the live chat button, and I'll respond right back. Jim, thank you again. Yes, ma'am. I wish you nothing yes, thank but success. You. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. All Bye-bye. right. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you continue to grow. And be blessed. Thanks. You 